What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Asens here, Young Taco, repping that Soundflick podcast. How's it going? Hope you're staying safe in quarantine. Uh, real quick, let's here. introduce my co-host. Yeah, Skywalk Mike, hey. right here, you know, chilling with the the cool background, you know what it is. Where you at, bro? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's your boy, Narik, that's cool. Before he tells you where he's at, yeah, he's at yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> uh actually i snuck into an amc and thought i can uh, you know do the pod from here but okay just kidding now i'm here at home chilling you know i just thought it would be cool to do this sitting concessions I'm, bro do you have any popcorn uh no i don't actually i wish i did but yeah i, I miss the theater man like this is how much i miss the theater like it's hard do you guys ever use those like different flavor like Stuff you can put on your popcorn at the movies. Do you guys use those? Um, nah, just butter, man. Um, so one time I did, and I regret it. I was like, "Why?" Did yeah, I, I did that with the cheese one, and I love like kettle cheddar. corn. Yeah, and then I used like yeah. the like the kettle corn powder, and it just ruined the whole. I had a yeah. I had a large one too. I was pissed. And you the know what's thing. crazy? The last time we went to the movie theater, we all went together. Yeah, we did. Well, I went to the movies a little bit. Wait. after that what I, yeah i went to go see two movies after that you went after without us mike you didn't tell us until it was now. it was literally it was like the week before quarantine damn. I, was like, damn I think they finished shut it down i gotta go get my <laughs> <laughs> i think they're gonna close it crazy. <laughs> i had to squeeze a few watches in. and when i went there was nobody just me like it was crazy. It was it was the hunt and uh, actually no, I think you did tell us Invisible tell Man us. or something else. Oh, okay. Did I go see show. Invisible Man? I think I saw that before onward. Either way, last memory I have of the movies with you guys. It's all that matters. Yeah. Well, Invisible Man is now available for pay per view, but we'll get into all that. What episode are we on? Twenty four. Hey, Kobe. 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 If y'all aren't teaching your kids to say Kobe before they shoot. Are you really a good like parent slash like big brother sister? Like, the answer yeah. is no. You're not exactly, exactly. <laughs> dope, dope. Well, it's good to it's good to be with y'all. You yeah, know, another part. We're, we're right back at it. You know, quarantine isn't going to stop these sound flick boys from potting. Not no, at all. It's not. No. It's not going to stop the movie watching either. Because you know we. Used that's to be all I'm doing. <laughs> that's, yeah. all, that's all I'm doing. More movie watching than ever. Yeah. Yo. I don't, all I did tell you guys that my my extension from work got like well got extended again so I'm like yeah. I have all this time to write and watch like movies again and yeah same here like just no job um just watching movies you know like I don't know what else I mean I know Narik used to working which yeah, is pretty I'm cool it's That's cool it. but like it's not cool at the same time <laughs> like I thought I would have like way more time just because I was working from home but but I. But not really. Like, I still have to work at the hours that I would work. The yeah. only thing that's good is that I don't have any traffic or anything like that. I ain't got to drive anywhere. So, Bro, you know how much money we're saving on gas? Oh, a bunch. What is gas? <laughs> I don't think I've been to the money. gas station money. in, like, a month. <laughs> I, I, I filled up last week, and I'm still at, like, three-fourths of a tank. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it took, it took, it was about $25 for me to fill up. I love $17 it. to fill up my Damn. tank. It's glorious. That's it's amazing, bro. The amount of money yeah. I'm saving. If y'all aren't investing right now with all this money that you're saving, I highly. Oh, Dude. have you guys checked out any like any like actual investment apps yet? We should invest 
in movie theaters. Yes, I was about to say right that. Now, I was dead ass about to say that. Because right drive-ins. now, a lot, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of not smart, but it would be helpful to movie theaters, you know? Only because that's that's what we love, but it's also right. like, it's, it, it, it puts it's us in a tough spot. You know? Right. Uh, I have a homie that's investing in like rental car places right now. So mm. like, yeah, if you guys aren't tapping into investing, I was, I was looking at different apps because I think some apps give you like, credit you can buy stocks though it's stupid cheap yeah it's it's from what i've heard a lot of people don't like investing right now because a bunch of newcomers that don't know anything about investing (laughs) are investing right now and they're like messing up the market but like your boy like your boy (laughs) like young flacco right there um but now it's crazy man it's it's interesting that you said uh about the movie theaters like i was reading an article about amc And uh, we were talking about that the last time we went to the movies was together until Skywalker Mike uh, reiterated that he went to the movies after us. He was like, actually, guys. Yeah. But the movies that he went to go see, um, they were done by Universal. And Universal is now doing pay-per-view where they're doing, uh, I believe it's like $20, like $19.99 to be exact, for two days rental of a brand new movie. Mm -hmm. And they did um, Trolls 2 world Success. tour which made a hundred uh yeah it was about a hundred million dollars with that concept that's crazy. and amc was pissed because they're like yo we had an agreement that this yeah. movie was supposed to be shown through us and what this is telling movie studios is that like if you go direct to consumer cut out the middleman they're on some drug dealership right now yeah. cut out the middleman and we go straight to consumer you're going to get those wholesale prices. You're going to get it like it's just going to be better. And people are going to start to watch movies from home instead right. of actually going to movie theaters. What do you guys yeah. think about that? It's heartbreaking, you know, like because uh, in, in that same article, like all these theaters have helped these companies and these um, these studios like stay afloat. You know, like if it wasn't for these studios you know, in the last 10 years for these theaters in the last 10 years, like these studios like Blumhouse or even Universal, Sony, all of them wouldn't have the the budget they have to create movies right now, you know? And not only that, like, I feel like theaters were the demand for movies. Now I don't feel like as much movies will be made because of this. But then again, you know, with Netflix and Hulu, Amazon doing originals, who knows? They can, they can still be. A good amount. Do you think AMC would benefit from having like their own streaming service, like their own oh, like easy. streaming theater where movies will still be? Or do you think that that's like redundant now? Like you might as well just go straight to consumer. Um, I think it, it could be good, you know, because like for the smaller studios, if they want to show their movie, but like not everybody knows about like, um, I don't know, like let's say a 24, like not everybody's going to go to a 24's website. Cause they don't really know them like that. Like when, when you put an a 24 movie at like AMC or Harkins, you want to go see it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, cause these are smaller movies. Like you never heard of them, but if it's in the movie theater, you're like, Oh, it must be good if it's a theater. But you know, like that's how I usually like put it. If, if it's not at the theater, like it's going to be hard to find to see. And it's it's probably not that great. That's why I didn't even make, you know, this theater. You know, it's super crazy because those movie studios can invest in creating commercials and content 
for that streaming to bring awareness. So now they're going to start giving money to networks instead of giving money to movie theaters. Yeah. You know, if they give them, if they give money to NBC or CBS or someone like that, in order to show that there's a commercial where you can download this movie, you know, or rent this movie, it's just crazy. But the, the CEO of AMC came out and basically said they will no longer be showing universal movies from now indefinitely, you know, until they lift that, which I think that is a super bold move. And I don't even know if they really have the leverage to make that kind of move, but it, I think it's it, too late. Now. They were pissed. They were pissed, man. It's crazy what's going on. It's I'm I'm assuming over the years they just built up like the sense of like loyalty, which you kind of have to from like direct movie studio with all these different companies that run theaters. Yeah. But yeah. now that that's kind of gone, it's kind of like, yo, well, I need to get this movie out. Overnight. And yeah, yeah, that. And then, Overnight. like, they have this huge budget for, like, the Trolls movie. So they can't be out millions of dollars. You know what I mean? So it's kind of it's kind of just one of those things where, like, you can try to agree with both sides. And you kind of understand where both sides are coming from. But it's kind of just one of those things where you have to just observe and yeah. let it happen. Because you're like, I can't do anything. I'm just trying to watch this movie. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm shocked that trolls made that much money. Like, I'm not at all. Kids are like, stuck at home, bro. Kids yeah, no, that is true. I just didn't know trolls had like a fan base like that. Oh, they, they don't. They don't. It was just perfect timing because parents are sick of teaching their kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're yeah. sick of dealing with their kids because they got to work and they got to take care of their kids. So they're just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm gonna just pay this twenty dollars and. <laughs> Occupy yourself for two hours. <laughs> for real, down. And especially for a two-day rental, like, yo, me and your dad are gonna be in the other room. Y'all can watch this movie. Go right all ahead. day for two all days. Day, literally, <laughs> especially a musical. Bro, my little brother used to watch. Like, I want to know what he's taking. Oh man, he's in there for two days straight, man. That's a when whole we, different. When we got Finding Nemo on on VHS, that is all we saw for two weeks straight. Not because I wanted to, but because my sister was like, "Just put it on again." I'm like, no. She's like, do it, bro. I'm gonna tell grandma. I'm like, damn. Yeah, you know, All I right, never man. understood that. Like, I was never that kid where I had to watch the same thing over and over again when <laughs> it came out. But I hear those stories all the times. time. They're like, my brother Yo. used to watch The Cat in the Hat all the time. He used to watch <laughs> Hairspray all the time. Like, there's just certain movies that he'd be like, "Yo, running back like all day." Again, like I'm just like, are you not tired? Like, we already know every line in this movie. You really want to watch it again? Like, yeah. That's just crazy. the era where I decided to just put my Xbox in my room and just have my own TV in my room. Separate yeah. myself from well, this is this is pre Netflix and like pre streaming, pre Blu rays, even you know, like so. Bro, are DVDs even relevant anymore? Like, it's crazy. Somewhat, you know, kind of, sort of, not really. It's kind of it kind of hand in hand with the whole like streaming service slash like physical copies. Like, mm. it's it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. man, it's it's really insane. So I'm definitely gonna keep my eyes glued to to those developments you know because we yep. will be going back into the theaters i don't think it's going to be a situation no. where we'll never go back to the theater i think right. we'll go back to the theater yeah you know the seats may be a little bit more spread apart and there might there might be less people per theater but i'm pretty sure we'll be able to experience that again and when that comes back yeah. are, is universal still going to be blackballed from amc you know from or from AMC. cinemark yeah. I mean, I I, down, sorry, go ahead. I can just see them like partnering up with another studio and making them like a bigger conglomerate, like Harkins or like um, 
like a draft house alamo i don't know if you guys have heard of that the alamo draft house it's, it's another similar one to like harkins but it's a lot more luxurious and uh stuff like galaxy theaters i don't know if you guys like they can partner up with different people and it wouldn't hurt them i think it reminds me of cinemark you know how cinemark has the m box where it's like the fourth dimensional like the seats move and you're kind of just in that like it's kind of like yeah. you're in the movie it's kind of like those types but mm-hmm. i wouldn't I- doubt if they took instead of like if amc isn't going to play their movie anymore if they would be like well this app or streaming service would probably wouldn't would probably rent it out so i wonder if they're gonna like stick to that and still release it in theaters once quarantine's over and whatnot and i also am wondering if movie prices will go up because movie theaters are going to try and provide more in order to entice people to go to them so you know like how every now and again like or not even every now and again, but more movie theaters were popping up that offered dinner or offered alcohol yeah. or different things like that. It's like now they have to, all the theaters basically have to offer something that makes it different from just watching it at home right. other than a big screen. Yeah. And sound, you know, they, they really want the experience. So. Yeah. But there's a lot more like that, like, like draft Alamo, um, Alamo draft house and galaxy are one of those theaters. So, you know, if Universal or Tina was a theater like that, like, I think that that'll probably take their movie to the next level, you know? Like, yeah. you can only see Universal exclusively at these type of theaters. Like, mm-hmm. that changes the experience for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's reminds me of the uh, of the streaming wars when, when Spotify and Apple Music were having, and Tidal were having exclusive releases. It's like, you could only get it if you go here. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't see that movie in AMC like at all, you know, but I think that this is a good time for drive-ins really to thrive and really Well, to- I, I read this article that Gnarly posted talking about drive-ins probably going to reopen soon, which mm. makes sense because well, as long as you shut down the concessions and then I probably have somebody regulating the restrooms like you stay in your car. Well, they should also have like some sort of drive-through you know, for the concessions. Like, why am I getting out of my car to get concessions when well, I'm already... Well, the idea of the driving already is that you pull up with your own food. At least that's, yeah. like, my perception. You could. You could that's buy true. concessions that's, there Yeah, as that's well. true. That's true. You can bring your own food and just go to your own drive through prior to that. But, um, or, you, I mean, if they want to keep a workforce, I mean, you can have somebody take orders, but then I feel like people want to be private in their cars, you know, because they already getting it cracked. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Honestly, Don't come back do, after 9 o'clock. Do you think that the drive-ins will have new movie, new movies playing? Like the ones oh. that are supposed well, ones that are probably could, like, could be scheduled? or If quarantine were to be up by end of next month, probably not. It would have to be like, because everything got pushed back to like October, right, for the most part? True, yeah. Yeah, a lot of movies got pushed back, um, especially from like major studios. Um, as far as I know, everything that's set for the fall, other than like movie studios that are counting on, you know, billions <laughs> being made like Disney or, yeah, or, you know, Warner, different, different movie companies like that. Majority of the movies should be resuming around September, October, but we'll see. Like, that means no, like, we don't have any summer blockbusters that are scheduled. Which is crazy. It's really insane. Oscars are going to be slim pickings this year. Oh, I didn't (laughs) even think about that. Like, what are they going to (laughs) do? 
Bro, me, they, I was I was talking about this with my dad, but more like on the video game side because my brother plays. Sonic gonna get an Oscar. Yo, Sonic's about to get the best animated film. Watch, yo, um, bro, that's a fact. Now watch oh. trolls come through and take that. Watch trolls, trolls. come through and take that. Easy. They're just easy, mine. But like on the video game side, it's kind of like, how do you like, especially sports games? If if all sports are shut down, you can't really track those stats. <laughs> Especially so, like, will it be MLB The Show or NBA 2K21? Yeah. So quick you know thing, I mean? like about football, just like super quick. I heard that it still might go on. They just, they might even do it with no crowd. They just, just the players. Because yeah. you can test the players, but you can't test the crowd. Well, that's what the NBA was supposed to do. And then what's his name got, uh, got, got the virus. Yeah. But at, the, yeah, also no, the, the they're, owner they're doesn't want to. Back. Yeah, they're they're going to bring sports back. Yeah. I wouldn't mind like, we'll having some... no crowd. Like it just, Oh, I mean, the UFC did that. Like, Dana White, the last UFC event was literally... Nah, they just canceled it, actually. I thought it was... Oh, really? The one that was supposed to be on an island, like Mortal Kombat and the Kumite? It was supposed to be, like, in Germany or some shit. Yeah, they cut that out. They cut that out. But Vince McMahon, which is so crazy that it's Vince McMahon, but he's the one that is in charge. Like, him and a few other owners are in charge of um, bringing sports back. You know, so like yeah. they're trying to figure out. I think a lot of stuff is going to be happening in Florida, and I think that they're going to look at uh, the states that are reopening. There's definitely yeah. not going to be any sports in California as long as California is locked down. That's for sure. That's, Bruh, that's these California protests. Oh my lord! That's uh, it is what it is. You know, it's like, ridiculous. The, the, it's just no words. Like there's really no reason. So. I'll just leave it at that. People have problems being with themselves at home, <laughs> and that's the real issue. There is no protest strong, like there's no reason strong enough uh, to protest, in my opinion. Like to open up California as if you're being held at your own will. Like, no, you're not. Like you you're can re- go outside. You're really not. You're really yeah. not. Like you can go outside if you want to go outside. Yeah, you can't go to a restaurant or you can't go you know, shop at a certain location, but there's still online shopping. There's still food places that are open for takeout and for delivery. Like, bro, I can only imagine if martial law were to kick in, how people would react. If martial law were to kick in, it would be, yeah. The main thing I feel like, as far as like protesting is concerned, and this is just a segue, like we still have the internet. We still have electricity. Like if those things were gone, then I could understand a protest of like, all right, we need to open back up because we need electricity. We need the internet. We need stuff to kind of keep going. But it like everything is going the same way that, you know, that it was going before. It's just that you're home. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I saw this. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm upsetting myself. I got to chill. Speaking of staying at home, we, we have been staying at home obviously and that's yes. well, we were staying at home we did a netflix party yeah that was, was our first first netflix party uh for those that don't know what a netflix party is it's exactly what it sounds like you know but you know from your from the comfort of your own home you just click the link that somebody sends you and you're in sync watching the movie with them so we just did that recently with the matrix hey, hey shout out to matrix fun. shout out keanu reeves shout out keanu reeves and uh that was probably like my third or fourth time watching that movie again. Yeah, I've seen that movie uh, a few times, but it was cool because even with the Netflix party, I was finding out 
things that yeah. I didn't notice all the times that I watched it before. Like right. just for having the conversation and for having people talk while you're watching it, other people who are interested in the movie. It was so cool to uh, to just hear people's perspective on what was going on while yeah. we were all in sync watching. Yeah. Yeah. VL was in there. Uh, shout out VL. Shout out VL. Yeah, yeah, it was, was, he, was he had me culture. rolling. He had me laughing the whole time, bro. He had some really cool, like little clues that I didn't really pick up on. Oh, especially when he was talking about metaphors, how different scenes fit for different things, and I was like, Yo, yeah, you're woke. Like, yeah, know. he said it was his favorite movie, way. so that was really cool, you know, to have some like to have people that like, hey, I really like this movie. Let's watch it together. So, but yeah, yeah the chat really made it interesting, you know, even funny at times. Um. You know, it's just funny. Like it's just people cool. making jokes yeah, and people yeah. join. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a Raven about it and she got super stoked as soon as I told her. Shout out Masterminds. But Raven was like, dude, like I need something like this. And I think it it kind of brings back some normalcy and like yeah. hanging out with your friends and exactly. kind of just like social media aspect, but not like on an actual social media. It's kind of like you guys are doing this together. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I feel like more people should do it, you know, like even if it's with uh your like two other friends or like your grandma that's in Alaska or, you know, like you could do it with anybody. Uh, we you did it because Netflix in order to use it, uh, to start it. Only the, the host. other, only the host needs Netflix. Um, the person you send it to or whoever you send it to doesn't need Netflix. Okay. Cause I signed in and I was like, I wasn't sure, but what was so cool about it too, is that, you know, whenever you watch movies with other people, you, you never really know if they're like interested in seeing the movie. You know, they they might yeah. have other other reasons why they're there or whatever. But like Netflix Party has done it in such a way that only if you're interested in the movie that's being watched, you're going to stay there and take part in it. Yeah. And that's really what made the interaction between everybody so cool, like people laughing at the same scenes or making a joke off of a scene that happened or talking about something that's coming up, you know, or it was, it was just, it was awesome. Like, yeah, yeah I had a really good time. Yeah. We plan to do more. Um, <clears throat> we'll probably be doing polls of some movies, you know, we'll probably pick a few and, and see what people want to see. Like I've seen already some good selections on Netflix. That I'm like, I can't believe this is on Netflix. So, right. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do some voting for sure um, with our audience, and uh, the three of us will most likely pick a movie um, to vote on, and then we'll do like a random film, uh, just something that's in the Netflix archive, and um, yeah, you know, we'll vote for it, and we'll see whichever one wins is the next yeah. one that we'll watch, and um, and we hope to see you guys there because. Yeah. Or hear from you guys when you guys get there. We had we had a few people sign in that we didn't even know. You know, we're we're gonna be yeah. a part of it. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Word of mouth, you know. I just I was just kind of sending it to everybody, you know, like it, it's something like like you said, to feel normal again, you know, just watch a movie, sit down, enjoy, just distract yourself from everything that's going on. Like that's what we're doing with the pod right now. Like this is meant for a distraction, you know, a, a little getaway, you know, just for a little bit. Cause I mean, life is too short and and you know, to have it be slowed down, you know. It, it's it's good to slow down for a little bit and enjoy your time so very true very true and the matrix was just a good like it was like enough action 
and like mind, mind blowing. you know, mind blowing yeah. type of movie to get us thinking and to it's, get us engaging, yeah. you know, it still just trips me out like a lot of scenes. And I'm just like, damn, like that. Does she really say that? Like, that's crazy. Like, just, it messes with you, you know, type thing. Yeah. But, I had no idea that the room was 303 for Trinity and 101 yeah, for, for Neo. I didn't catch that. He's All the, the times I watched it, I never caught it. I f- felt like an idiot, but it was really cool to to have that pointed out. Yeah. But I was yeah. talking to a Daylight about it after, because, well, I, I went live on mm-hmm. Instagram, and I was, I was talking yeah. telling Daylight about the podcast, and I told him how we did the Netflix party, and he dude's, like, super woke, but he's just like, bro, like, I'm pretty sure we're in the Matrix now. And it's, like, <laughs> that movie, the way it has, like, certain people think, or the way it works your mind. And, yeah. Like, process it's beautiful slash like you could be a weirdo slash like it could be true it's just one of those things that's just like super awesome yeah it definitely gave um it it made everyone not necessarily just like internalize what was going on Mm. you know usually when you watch a movie you kind of keep to yourself but while we were watching it together especially with a movie like that that kind of forces you to think everyone was kind of like yo imagine going through this like is this for real like you know if if it is real like what would you do or and you know just the whole scene of neo getting woken up with the pill and him like you know uh getting woken up in zion and everything like that i think everybody who was in the chat kind of all felt the same yeah it was like whoa like what if what if this really happened and you woke up and you had all these holes in you and like, it was just coming out and you could barely see. And it, it was a great pick. It was a great, great movie that we got to see. I'm yeah, interested. Classic. Yes, for sure. Classic. I'm definitely interested to see what other genres we can watch and like how people yeah. react to that. You know? yeah. I'm excited for the first comedy movie we watch. Cause I just know the <laughs> chat's just going to go down like the whole yeah. If it's funny, classic. if it's truly, truly, truly a funny movie, then the chat's gonna go wild. But if it's not really all that funny, <laughs> I think that's gonna be like very telling. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we're gonna watch the movie and no one's gonna say anything, but it's like, eh, it's all right. It's all funny yeah. to like just us three. Everybody else is like, why are they making us watch this? I'm waiting for the first movie that we watch that like every like someone hits the chat like. Yo, you guys ready to turn this off? Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, flip something else on, please. Yeah. I would hate for that to happen. We're all watching the movie, all like super enjoying it, and then the chat's just like, "Yo, can we like take another vote? Can we do this?" <laughs> oh, yeah. if it's just one person, then like they can leave. We'll yeah. we'll kick them out. And I thought it was funny that it, that it tells you, it notifies you when somebody leaves, because I'm just like, oh, like like <laughs> I, I, th- I think I think okay. it was the whole girl Tonsu from Viva La Boba. Dang, like, I call her out. It's cool. She don't care. Shallow people above. It's cool. Maybe she had connection problems. You don't know. Like that's true. That's true. But like she came through. (laughs) It was like, hey, I'm here, and I I did this movie when I was like in high school, and then she left. (laughs) I was like, oh damn. I think I think she was like, guys, I'm smoking. I was just like, either you're really high or like you just fell asleep. I'm not mad at it. But speaking speaking on Netflix, still they just recently dropped a an original. That we, we could talk about really quick. Yes, um, yes, it was, I saw it. It was super out of the blue. I was like, oh. What Hemsworth. was the name of it again? Extraction. Extraction. Extinction? Extraction. Extraction. Like, you gotta say, like, the word extraction. Extraction. 
Strong. So boy, are you saying that because he's Australian? Nah, because he's Thor. That's how he sounds. He's Thor. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Uh, what's that one song? He's like Whippet Excursion, something like Batman. <laughs> oh, uh, was it Skepta? That's Skepta, Skepta or Gigs? Right? One of the two. It's Gigs. Yeah. Oh yes, was that Drake song that he's that he's on? Skepta is better than that. Um, yeah. what what is the Drake song he's yeah, on? You're right, you're That's right. Baka here, real long talker. When Drake tries to do the fake accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was off of Views. Drake Drake just dropped some new uh, stuff too. I wonder if you guys check it out. But anyway, we're gonna go back to this movie real quick. Extraction. Extraction. It's um, it's not starring, what I expected. Yeah, it was starring Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, uh, yeah. There, AKA Thor. And um it was written by the Russo brothers, not directed by them, but but they were a part of the writing yeah, team. Yeah. And it took place in Bangladesh, which is really, really cool just to see yeah, um, you know, Bangladesh and, and like it was like a really like that's what I like about Netflix films is that they care about diversity mm-hmm. and, and they'll really film on location with other actors from that location. You know, they're not yeah. going to just whitewash yeah. it the whole time, you know, even I though that there's a white lead, but like Chris Hemsworth was the only white person, the whole movie for real. Yeah. yeah. The whole movie. Like, yeah, so. So that, that was really cool and exciting. And, um, and, you know, basically he just played like this badass ex-military mercenary mercenary kind of guy you know and and you know it made me think man that there are people like that in our world like there are people who refuse to kind of go back to society you know that they're like i'm not going to be a civilian anymore i'm going to just continue this war you know wherever there's bad things going on you can hire me to to take care of this you know and i'm gonna go take care of it and that's kind of what he was so um yeah it's interesting because netflix does a lot of those type of films like mercenary type films there's another one with um ben affleck uh oscar uh, uh, isaac oscar isaac uh, yeah. the guy who plays poe dameron and um the guy who plays the mandalorian they they're all in a movie on netflix it's about mercenaries like they're all mercenaries called triple frontier so like i, I don't know maybe they're buying their rights true partially mm-hmm. and it's like to an extent you know like yes yeah. and it seems like that it's an easy movie for them to make like any sort of like guerrilla warfare type mm-hmm. of movie allows them to um allows the realism that netflix likes to do without like the huge budget yeah. that would come with explosions and all of these like different angles and you know all this stuff really is yeah. just like yeah, the CGI, CGI in that movie looked a little different than usual. Yeah, that well, are you talking about with the with that one shot that they did? They did like an entire like fifteen minute one shot of like oh, car chase yeah, into him getting into that. the building. Well, the car chase looked a little weird, but it was cool still that they like attempted to try that. You know, the attempted. To, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was I appreciated cool. it. There's been a few movies to do that lately. I think. 1917 and John Wick did something similar to that. Just one yeah. shots. So. I think the cool. best one shot, hands down, that Netflix has done is probably Daredevil. Mm. Daredevil, that hallway scene cool. that that yeah. uh, in the first season was just yeah. that was the first time I recognized 
that a one shot was happening right in front of me. Like I was like, they haven't cut. Like this is, <laughs> they're just, they just keep going. Like this is crazy. Yeah. So it was pretty tight. But what did you, uh, so. you think of Extraction? Sin, did you see it? I haven't got around watching it yet. I started watching it, and then I think my family was like, let's watch something else. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I liked it. It's, it's hard, man. I'll be trying to watch certain movies, and nobody lets me. I'm just like, I don't want to watch this alone. But I just ended up watching it like, later on. <laughs> I'll probably uh, it yeah, I, I peeped it. Um, it was cool. You know, it wasn't really what I expected. Uh, I think I, I mentioned to you, like, I thought it was going to be more like, like, I mean, it was kind of like a war film, but I didn't expect it to be like mercenary drama. You thought he like, was going to be the one that had to get extracted instead of him yeah, extracting someone else? Yeah, like somebody was going to go save him or, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I originally but, thought um, that too. I thought he was like stuck behind enemy lines and like was trying to get out and it was going to yeah. be this whole thing about him getting out. But he was trying to get, um a kid out you know what was crazy you know when i knew that like yo shit was real was when they murked uh the kid's homie oh like, the police just, yeah off the just bat. domed him i was like he was like well, it's okay you don't have to be scared and he just i was like bro why why did you kill him like, i was like fam now yeah, we're the bangladesh police deal. remind me of how like because i i see a lot of narcos on netflix mm-hmm. they remind me of like the cartel of how the police are in the cartel in Mexico and stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I almost had an opportunity to go to Bangladesh uh, with, with a friend of ours, shout out Emron, and um, about a couple years ago, and I really, really wanted to go, but I couldn't get the funds together. And then after seeing the movie, I was like, ooh, I'm kind of <laughs> glad I didn't go. <laughs> Not to diss Bangladesh or anything, because obviously it's a movie and the point yeah. is scary like that. But I was just like, damn, like, it seems like anything could pop off, like, at any time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, the like, like saying how I didn't expect, like, what it was going to be is, like, Netflix will release the trailer a week before, like, to the public. A week before, it'll be, like, trending. And you're like, where did this movie come from? Yeah. And, like, and then you don't even know what it is until you're watching it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not but a I mean, fan of Netflix trailers. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Netflix has to, I mean, I know that they're kind of like anti-network. So I you actually saw a Netflix commercial of the trailer. Of really? Yeah. On TV. Really? On yeah. TV? On TV. On what network? Uh, I think my dad was watching like ESPN. So. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't got cable. So like, I don't catch any commercials. If I do, yeah. it's all like I was walking by. I was like, oh, that's cool. They put it on TV. Yeah. That is cool. I was I was thinking about that because I feel like Netflix should do that more. You know, yeah. Netflix should definitely maybe they have just more. started doing that. Yeah, like, maybe they heard the pod and they were like, "Yo, these guys know what they're talking about." <laughs> that's fire. Jeez. But but we need Monsters. to check if if that's the case, then we need to check <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, but uh, yeah, the movie is cool. I... Yeah, I liked it. It's just cool little at home watch. You know, mm-hmm. there's not. I mean, it's better than a lot of other things on there. So yeah, it just kept it kept getting more and more serious as I was watching. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, they're not playing. Yeah. It's pretty lengthy oh, too. Okay, they're not playing. It's pretty oh, lengthy. Oh, okay. They're oh, they're really playing. not playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just kept it kept increasing with the not playing. Yeah. Like there was a part of the movie where I was like, "Is this it? Is it gonna be over?" And then like a twist, real quick. I was like, "Oh, I knew it was yeah. gonna be over." 
But that's then there's true. another twist, and you're like, oh, that's that's pretty Yeah, cool. I didn't expect to see, uh, what's his name, uh, David Harbour uh, from yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He was, I was like, movie, yo, for a little bit. I know this guy. <laughs> Netflix, they just, they, they got their selection of actors low-key. Yeah, that's probably one of the things that kind of um, defines Netflix is that they, they reach out to certain actors to kind of continue to do Netflix shows. And Netflix movies, which I I appreciate for sure. You know, I think that that's like really cool. I like when, because it's kind of like Quentin Tarantino. You know, I like that he uses the same actors to play all these different parts and to add range to these actors and to add things that are kind of going on. So I appreciate it. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. Netflix is saving my life right now. So thank Ooh. you, Netflix. We finished this one, the one week, um, <laughs> Hulu for free, uh-huh. um, but like the where it has like Showtime and all these dope ass movies. Oh, there. So I was yeah, watching because yeah. we wanted to watch the NFL draft last week, so we signed up for the one week uh, live TV okay. thing. So we're watching the draft, and then, bro, they have so many hits on there. It was fire. Uh, I rewatched. I rewatched everything. That live TV is expensive, bro. Oh, I bro, was like damn. That's why we, we did the one week free. It's sixty a month. That's nuts, bro. That's nuts. It's damn near cable. Yeah, I want to say yes. Like, if I had the money, I'd be like, you know what? I'm down because, like, you get watch dope movies, like new releases too, plus live TV. So I'd kind of be interested, plus the whatever Hulu already has. But I don't got sixty dollars, an extra sixty bucks to be spending a month. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, because he's investing. That's why he doesn't have it into my future. Paying off all this debt—that was the best time you're paying off debt if you haven't. Oh yeah, that's that's the goal right now. If it, like if you're saving money and you don't have to drive into work or anything like that, any paycheck that you get if you're working from home, straight to debt, taking care of that. I'm trying to come out of this quarantine yeah. debt free. Yeah, I was just talking to some friends how like the quarantine. If it wasn't for the quarantine, like right now, I'd probably I'd be traveling because I had bought a ticket to go see a, a concert and. Colorado. Mm-hmm. So like I would have been saving money but for the trip. But in a sense, like this quarantine. Oh, you were going to Red Rock? Yeah, I was going to Red Rock. Oh bro, I would have met you there, man. I would have uh, you know I what I'm talking there. about? Yeah. Yeah. So, popping, yeah. Man. so like um in a sense, like the quarantine was a, a bit of a reality check. It's kinda like, you know, you got the money, go go spend it on something that's gonna be helpful, like loan like the debts that i have so you know it's cool that i I might come out debt free and might be a little bit more financially free than i was before the quarantine so how you guys oh sorry go ahead go ahead ahead. no you're good i was gonna say how you guys feeling about like because i would have been traveling too because i would have been in the bay area with shade and then i was going to a concert in arizona Mm -hmm. um but how do you guys feel about all these live streams that are happening like especially like the verses plus like i know shade's doing like you've been doing these weekly Sunday streams or even bigger artists are like, I just finished that virtual tour with daylight and we had like almost a thousand, few thousand people yeah. like every stream. Now they're pretty cool. It's keeping people engaged and there's an audience yeah. for it. You know, yeah. like it, there's been an audience created for, you know, like the, I hate, I always hear a lot of people like, oh, I hate the live streams. And then like I go to a live stream and there's a thousand people. It's like, well, these right. thousand people don't hate the live streams. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good, man. I think it's something that even after the quarantine is going to stay, you know? Oh, easy. Um, I, a little I bit think more that, consistent, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that actually, I think a lot of live shows are going to require being streamed live also, you know, right. or maybe not live, but they'll like their stream will have to be up literally like, you know, a day after the show comes out yeah. for people to kind of engage and be, and be around it. You know, I think it's something that's going to remain. And um, I think, I think that people are starting to get it right. You know, um, the IG live thing is still a little iffy for me. It just kind of depends on like whether I care enough to see the person on IG live, knowing that IG doesn't have the best audio or knowing that it'll cut out in an hour or anything like that. But a lot of people are using Twitch. A lot of people are pre-recording. I know that there's like some other apps that are out there that you can attach audio and your interface to, to really make sure that like, you get the best audio and the best experience. My only thing with the live shows is just you have to fig- you can't perform as if you're performing in front of a crowd. You know, right. like like I appreciate the live shows that do that that like you know just kind of do something a little different. Whether they're really making the music right then and there, you know, it's in yeah. their studio. It's like a little bit a little bit more intimate, kind of like a tiny desk concert. That's what it feels Mm. like. It's like you're getting a whole bunch of different tiny desk concerts. So I think in the next month or so, like especially for the rest of the year, we're probably going to have virtual shows for the rest of the year for sure. Yeah. There's actually been two virtual shows that I've been to, not on Instagram. Just quick little side that on Fortnite they're doing – like little concerts right now with Diplo yeah. and Major Lazer. And even before that, they did a whole thing with Travis Scott that got like a lot of people. Like, it was like 28 million or something like game. that yeah, on Fortnite? Like a, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. It was, I, it was I 20 think, million players, but it was watched over like 100 million times or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because of the streams and they did uh, separate viewings as well. Yeah, and It was only like a 20-minute set, you know? Ten, yeah. Ten. 10 minutes set, you know, even less. So like, I mean, with artists that are signed and that are bigger, you know, they should definitely leverage their label and leverage their connections to try and get exclusivity when it comes to, you know, virtual shows. But for independent artists, um, you definitely have to have to tap in on looking at what's the best way to get the best audio um, what's the best way to kind of broadcast so that you can maximize, yeah. um, you know, just kind of connection. Yeah. The connection bandwidth, yeah. latency, mm-hmm. stuff like that. All of that. Yeah. All of that There's comes lots into to take into. Yep. But I mean, it's worth it. You know, there's people streaming from home and that have figured all that out, uh, whether it's video games or they're just vlogging, doing makeup tutorials, you know, there's a lot right. to do. Creatives will create, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to do. Do you last tidbit on it? Do you guys feel like the artists that are doing it should get like paid? Like, for example, like people watch streamers all the time. Like, I'm always watching live streams of like Wildcat. Sometimes they'll tap into Ninja, then there's Myth and all these other streamers. People like do donos to them all the time. They'll donate, like, whether it be like one to five dollars. Or I've seen people donate like a hundred dollars. I think if you're gonna do it on Instagram Live, no, you don't deserve to get paid. No, if you want to get paid, you got to go to Twitch and do it there because people will donate money to you while you're streaming. Like, they can pay, like, if they want to put a little icon, you know, like, uh, they have to pay for the little icon, you know, like, because mm-hmm. IG isn't asking people, like, go live. They're just bored and they're doing it, you know? Yeah, Whether, I think, yeah. yeah. 
Twitch supplies that. that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think with Twitch, um, you should pay, or with any other type of streaming device, whether you're whether it's like a third party company or you're creating your own company to stream from your website or whatever, then yeah, you should get paid in order to do that. Um, if there is anything where it's like Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, IG, like unless you're having ads or you're having like endorsements yeah. or anything like that, then it's just kind of you doing your own thing. And that kind of adds the beauty of it. Cause back to what you were saying with the versus shows, like it's awesome to be able to see all of these big names and, and people that like, you know, we've looked up to people that you, that it's a hundred dollars plus to go see them in concert, just see them pop up on, in their living room and, or in their studio and play some music that like you love, you know, that's beautiful. Yeah. The perfect example was a little John T-Pain one. Other than that, I kind of felt like they've like gone lower, but I think it's just like the transparency of somebody like feeling like they're there or they feel like a more personal connection with the artist rather than the artist going live and them acting higher than, or like, again, like you said, you can't treat it like you're there performing in front of people. Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to have that transparency to be able to connect to the screen. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. You know? And, um, I think that uh, I think that it's it's a new frontier. You know, we're gonna get even more virtual as time goes on. Just like how Travis Scott was his own avatar inside of Fortnite, mm-hmm. like yeah. people are gonna digitize themselves or look for ways to digitize themselves to be to be involved in this whole thing. So we'll see. We'll see kind of how it goes. You know, I could see them showing a whole movie on Fortnite. They already have. They already have. They well, did it. Um, uh, the well, episodes with uh, Punked, right? No, they showed Star Wars in it. Or sorry, they showed the trailer. No, and, they showed and the trailer. Yeah, uh, yeah, a part yeah. of the trailer. Yeah. And then they showed the ten minute clips. I remember of that. Uh, tr- uh, Chance the Rapper's version of Punk on Quibi, I think it's called. A whole movie though would be. I I mean I feel like that's not too far off. Like I'm pretty sure they have yeah. it. I think. Either they have to find the right movie that does it, or until Fortnite ends up making their own movie. But it should be cool too, I guess. Yeah, I, th- I think I, like Netflix should do something like that, like how they had Bandersnatch, where you can choose your own fate. Like, yeah, you, you Netflix can, and Fortnite doing something would be nice. That would be I dope. I could see that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah, like you said, the world is going virtual. You know, hop on the train now. Like, if if you can, you know, whatever. If you can contribute or if if you got something to contribute you know like this is the time to do it you know like don't think i'll just do it after the quarantine because you're probably just gonna procrastinate and do it again right push it off yeah Yeah. there's a lot of time right now like a lot of time you know so yeah so so talking about somebody connecting with us through the screen there's one person i've been watching a lot like rewatching shows and movies that they're in that i've been like feeling really connected to yeah, no, and, take a guess? What, take what, a guess? what person is that, Sam? <laughs> I'm talking about Jason Tell Bateman, us. bro. I'm talking about Jason Bateman. J- Man, I would have never guessed Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Can't tell, can't tell the sarcasm. I don't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you getting at? Please finish. Ozarks, bro. I've been watching Ozarks for Ozark sure. is so fire, bro. I rewatched the last episode the other day just because I wanted to of season three. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Yeah. yeah it's a no, good it, show. All it, three seasons. 
it's amazing because I think probably the first time that I can recall watching Jason Bateman, like where I knew that like that was him was probably dodgeball. Yeah. You know, where, and, um, he was just, just a comedic kind of side character and in that movie. And I thought that that's kind of like how he was in general. But then when I researched him and I've seen how many movies he's been a part of and how long he's been acting, directing, all these different things. Like he was in Little House in the Prairie, like back in the 80s and, and stuff like that. It's just um, I, I started to get an appreciation for him for sure. Bro, yeah. I, was re- I was re-looking at the list of movies he was in or was a part of. And there's just so many gems that like, when you think back to the movie, you think about him and you're just like, yo, he kind of plays the same character, but I feel like every movie has like a different twist on what type of person he is or the type of character he portrays. Other than Dodgeball, because Dodgeball, that's unmatched. This is character. Well, he plays that perfect, like, just regular person character. Right. You know, like just that that day-to-day regular guy. Like, even in Ozarks, you know, he just seems like yeah. he's just a, an accountant, you know? He's not like, that regular, though. No, he's not. No, he's not. not he's, he's. I'm wondering, like, even in Ozarks, it's like, fam, how'd you even fall into this? Like, hmm. who hit you up? Who told you that, like, this is what's going on? Like, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's it makes me wonder who else went, like, who auditioned for the lead role to where Jason Bateman just, like, came up and snatched that role from them. Well, he wrote the show. Like, that's his show, you know? So he was like, well... I'm going to do my show because he has another show. Whenever he directs a show, he's usually the one that's in it. Uh, there's just, another he one. Knows, yeah, he knows what he wants. Yeah. There's another one uh, called The Outsider on HBO, and he's the main character, and then he ends up killing himself off. Other people okay. kind of write shows, like Spoiler different alert. episodes. Yeah, it's it's on the quick dive, you know, so it's been spoiled. If y'all yes. haven't been keeping up with Skywalker Mice Quick Dive, then you'd know Jason Bateman is dead. If yeah, you haven't... Or, keep, I mean, yeah, if you saw the outside, he's alive. Know he's dead. <laughs> and if you true. haven't been keeping up with it, you should just subscribe to our Patreon so that way you can be, can be involved with those. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. But yeah, like, he's usually... Because he already knows how it's supposed to look, how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, the aesthetic, the vibe. It's, I feel like Ozark is really just the culmination of the type of character that he wants to play. Right. You know, like if I look back at seasons one, two, and three, it's like, it, it's really him being him in a yeah. situation. You know what I mean? Like if he was thrown and thrusted into the situation of money laundering and like him dealing with the cartel, this is Jason Bateman dealing with the cartel, like what he would do throughout it while trying to like stay alive, you know? Mm. Bro, I think oh, I just lost my train of thought. I'm done. Um, yeah, sorry. Somebody else take off. No, nah, it's all good. It's got Jason Bateman stuck in my brain, bro. Plus, nah, I was watching um, uh, another movie that I was watching, which is, you know, I, I think a classic is Hancock. Um, classic and Will Smith it's like it's it's the dopest superhero movie before superhero movies really got popping you know what I mean like it's a classic Will Smith movie I mean yeah nah but like when I I at first at first I would say yes (laughs) but like after watching Ozarks and after becoming a fan of Jason Bateman 
I was like, I watched it Hancock again, and I was like, oh, he's the star of this movie. Like, oh, hands Will, down, Will Smith is the supporting character in yeah. like what's going on because it it nothing would have happened without yeah, without Jason Bateman's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without him really initiating what's going on, and what would you do if you found out that your wife is a superhuman that's been around for eons? You know, like yeah. he's, just, he's just trying to have a regular life. Not like that, but but he's with some fire ass females in these shows and movies, bro. Oh, he keeps it up, bro. And horrible bosses. He had Jennifer. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. He bro. He had Charlize Theron. Bro, this dude's killing it. Except uh, horrible bosses hard. is my fun, my favorite one. Probably horrible bosses. Did you see one and two? Yeah, I like I only one, watched one. I've never seen two. Two is cool. They it's a little extra, but uh, one is my favorite. Um, a wrong. really good Jason Bateman movie that he's a part of is Juno. Juno's such a good movie. He plays... Um, in that movie? Is he the he, teacher or is he the dad? No. no, so he's the he's the dad, so Juno's gonna give up their baby to this couple and it's him and Jennifer Garner. Okay, got it. Got it. And then he, yeah. He's kind of more like... He's just one of those characters, bro, that like he just super regular dude but he's kind of like a douche but like he doesn't come off as a douche <laughs> he's just, just very sarcastic he just, he just makes these decisions and he's kind of just like the decisions like his decision nobody else influences it this is just like this is what i want to do yeah yeah is he in uh, dodgeball so, or did he did he direct dodgeball and no he's in dodgeball he's 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 cotton no he's not cotton oh yeah he sorry my bad cotton. he talks about cotton I forgot what his, what his character is. I'll find it right now. I got you. But um, but he he's just one of the judges uh for the Ocho. Pepper broadcast. Pepper Brooks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was a grown ass man go be called Pepper. That's funny. He's all wearing he's all, I forget what type of jersey it is, but with the with the baseball glasses on too, with the with the spiky hair, like yeah. that's probably like his most outgoing character that him just chewing gum. Bro, I would love to see just like like imagine the spin-off of them just commentating other like sports, not just well, dodgeball. They, well, they need to do a dodgeball too. They were supposed you know? to. Like the plot is already written for itself. Shout out the homie Cam uh Cam Prime, uh a coworker of mine. He came up with this <laughs> plot and it just makes perfect sense. And he was like, "Yo, they need to make a dodgeball too because at the end Ben Stiller gets fat and he has to go to average Joe's to start losing weight. And like then he becomes a part of their dodgeball team, you know, in like a new league that ends up happening because Vince Vaughn comes through and like helps him like lose weight and everything like that. And there's like somebody else, like somebody crazy who like lifts like it could be the rock, honestly. Like it could be like Yo. the rock or it could be just somebody else who's like a lifter, like maybe Terry Crews or something like that. <laughs> you no, know, I could see The Rock. I could see The Rock versus and Kevin Hart on on the opposite team. Of course, you gotta have Kevin Hart. I mean, anytime <laughs> there's a Rock, you gotta have Kevin Hart. And like, even in uh, what what's the movie that they did? Criminal Intelligence. Jason Bateman was in that too. Was he really? Oh, yeah. Central Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Yeah. That's what it was. Not Criminal. Yeah, Central yeah, Intelligence. Central Intelligence. That's yeah. a recent one too. I forgot about that. Yeah, honestly, the two of my favorite things that he's done recently are the two shows, uh, Ozark and The Outsider. Like that's that's a part of Jason Bateman that 
I haven't really seen in a lot. I know he's done like a another suspense movie called The Gift, but I mean it's okay. It's okay. But that was like when he dipped his toe into like the suspense side. Yeah. So so Ozarks and the Outsider have like a darker a feel. Like there's like zero yeah. comedy. It's all drama. It just all either dark or well, you twist. know what's what's interesting about that is that I think like the comedy genre in general, I think is like going away, you know, where they're like the comedy genre is now reserved for kids movies, you Mm -hmm. know, like that's kind of where the comedy is, is at. And the reason for that is because they're just injecting comedy in every type of other movie, you know, like even when I'm watching Ozarks, like I think he's hilarious in Ozarks. Easy, like, yeah. The things yeah. that he says. So it's in a different type of way, though. Like, not like a yeah, ha ha yeah. funny. That's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. That's dope, yeah, though, because you yeah. relate to that. Cause, yeah, like, I it's guess more relatable. Yeah. 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 I agree to that. And um, yeah, just savagery type thing. Yeah. It's like the perfect time for him to be him. Mm-hmm. You know, another person that I'm waiting to do that and not to like do it over the top is Ryan Reynolds. I'm waiting for yeah, Ryan Reynolds to be in like an Ozark type of movie where it's funny, but it's like serious or, or a show where it's funny, yeah. but like there's real shit that's going on, you know? Yeah. What do you mean, bro? Who's in Detect Pikachu? I'm just kidding. Come on, fam. Come but on. yeah, like um, another person that's done that recently that's kind of stepped into their show. Uh, I just had it at the top of my head. I just just had it. So It, it, it happened to me, bro, that, that Jason Bateman just like, you got you thinking, you just... Bro, another while while you think of that, bro, I just remember he was in Couples Retreat, and Couples Retreat's a really good movie. And there's also another movie him and Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I wish Vince Vaughn would would act some more. I feel like he's like done with acting, but like yeah, he's, he's done. I, he's I always always been hilarious to me. He's hilarious. Though. He's dated now. But, <sighs> like there's like there's a handful of comedians that I don't see no more. Because they just keep recycling their jokes, like George Lopez, sadly. Oh, yeah. Bro, George Lopez stays in the high bro. George Lopez is at the casino all the time because he has his restaurant there. Not no more. <laughs> well, not now, but... But, yeah, but yeah nah, like, there's, like, like, he's one of them, I think, that's kind of just lost his touch. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like, Jason Bateman has range. Oh, Adam Sandler. That's one that has, oh, yeah. has stepped out of the box with Uncut Gems. Yes. To do something... That like even on parts of Uncut Gems, it seemed funny even though it's not supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. So. I think I think it was just so much was happening in that film that it, you couldn't tell if he was being funny or if he was overacting. But it was just it was a very complex movie. But it was still it, Vince, it still did really well. Vince Vaughn needs a show, just like how James, Jason Bateman has a show. Vince Vaughn needs a show yeah. in order to showcase this new version of, of what he's doing. You know, or like Kevin James or someone like that. You know, like that. Oh, wow. Kevin James in a serious role? Yeah, it would be fire, bro, because Paul Blart, like, that's not going to cut it. Well, he did. He did. Um, What's the show called? Not King of the Hill. uh, King of Queens. There we go. That's Mm -hmm. a That was a funny show. That was a hilarious Mm -hmm. show. It was was sitcom, but yeah. But I don't know. I can't see it. Yeah. Mario Mario Lopez. 
Now, we'll you know what's happening. Jam KM is letting us know different characters. Bro, you're not laughing. To tell them. But it's about being connected. <laughs> it's about being connected. Yeah. Shout out Productive Culture. I, want, I think, productive I think it's going back to Bateman. I think it's crazy that he has a show with HBO and with Netflix. Yeah. I, his next his next platform money. is Hulu. Hit He's watch. getting money. He's getting money. And honestly, Amazon Prime, all that. I could see him on Amazon Prime for sure. And HBO is about to kill it. With that HBO Max, Max like they're yeah. they're getting things ready. Like it's yeah, we should do an episode on what, what will be on there. I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm down for that. We can cool. we can talk about everything that's been rumored. And everything guys, that's like speaking of Hulu, did you guys catch the season finale of Dave? Speaking of what? What did you say? You said of Hulu. Of Hulu. Of Hulu. Hulu. Oh. No, I've oh. just been watching Lego Masters. Oh, that was that was the season. I wouldn't know, Narik. Live. Have you yet to watch it? Yeah, I, I haven't watched Dave. Dave yet. I'm on. I'm on episode five of Dave. Yeah, the season finale is fire. Yeah, it's it, it's okay. Yeah. I expected a little bit more, but Damn. it was cool for what oh. it is. I didn't. I think it's because of. I didn't so think it was the season finale. Like it didn't feel like it. I thought there was gonna be another episode next week. Do you think that he's gonna get a, a second season? Oh, yeah. easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's because I'm a little Dicky fan. Just him as a person. I I'm think not really. I, a, I mean, he's cool. I'm not a fan. Maybe of his like co- comedy stuff, which is kind of what he does. But like music wise, I'm not really a fan. It's just funny. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a fan. Although that brain EP that he did, I thought Fire. was genius. I thought it was Fire. absolutely genius to like have another character and and the video and all that kind of stuff. You I know was, where brain originally came from, right? No, where? Look up the song "Pillow Talking." I'll send it to you afterwards. Oh yeah, but. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I know that that's where he came from. When I heard "Pillow Talking," and then they actually made the EP after and had a game feature for some random ass reason. That was crazy. Random ass feature, bro. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah. But um I respect yeah. I respect him because obviously he can rap. Like that's like yeah you know you can't take that away from him. It's like logic. I respect it. That's it. Lil Dicky's better than logic. Logic. Oh Dicky's better than logic. Mac Miller is the only one that I'll accept. Hey, that's a fact. He's the only one. We get one else. rapper, one white rapper at a time. Everyone else is a little too corny. I can only choose one. one? Rapper, yes, one white rapper <laughs> per generation. Last generation was Eminem. This generation is Mac Miller, rest yeah. in peace. And I don't know who the next generation is going to be, but. Lil Dicky. This 2020 is Lil Dicky. <laughs> the decade of 2020 is Lil Dicky. Uh, <laughs> oh, funny. man. But yeah, other than that, I think we covered all our bases, all our topics. Anything else you guys want to add, maybe? Um, and let's see, let's see. Do you guys have any any plans? I've just been making music um like during this quarantine and stuff. So I don't really I haven't been planning nothing, but um I'm trying to I'm trying to make logic songs. <laughs> you trying to make the same song over and over and over again? That's crazy. Over and That's wild. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, and then usually I've been telling Jam Cam like make sure to put the little stutter feature, you know, because he mixes my stuff. So just like stutter all <laughs> all of my you know bars before they come uh, in every like fourth to eighth bar. You know what I mean? And um and I think I think we got something. We love you, Logic. We love you. 
you love logic i can i can live without him uh, no nah, but um before we leave i do want to say follow me on uh social media platforms follow uh, soundflake pod uh contribute on patreon we have some things yes. that we're going to be doing yeah uh, with that look out for our next netflix party we're going to be getting that popping add me on PlayStation. Have my pick. i'm ready i'm ready if you guys play video games play with me because i'd be bored as hell wait so, do you have cod do you have call of duty uh i only have warzone because i don't want to pay for fights warzone for games. Games. i hate warzone but i feel it yeah. Are you just on PS4 or are you on or you got Xbox too? Uh PS4 only. Okay, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta play cross platform. I mean you can play Fortnite together. I, I play, yeah. I play Red Dead too. So you guys Red Dead is just such a long game, but it's so <laughs> I'm on GTA and I'm also on 2K. So Oh, we could we can run GTA mm. together. I got I'll be yeah. doing heists all day. I'm down. I'm down to run that. We can get um, together. Add, add me on uh, Xbox Zexy Profit. Z-E-X-Y-P-R-I-T. I'm 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 not I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. No, not with that name. That gamer tag. <laughs> it's funny because I'll be smashing kids and COD. And oh, whoa! Like, Yo, sexy. Yeah, your sorry. kids. I don't know about that one. You're bro. smashing kids, and your name is sexy. Okay, I think we're done with episode. <laughs> we'll cut three. it right there. Um, we're gonna we're gonna cut this out. Um, I don't think this outro does me justice. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Here you started us out. Go ahead and outro us. Go ahead. Okay. Once again, follow us all uh, individually on our own collective uh, yeah. Instagrams. Support what we're doing. Um, I just dropped the song. No, Reek just dropped a visual. Skywalker is amazing at doing graphics. Make sure you follow Skywalker. Hit him yeah. up for that. Um, yeah. Is it cool if I play the new song that's dropped for you guys? For the no. No. Yeah, man. Let's play it. Man. <laughs> Alright, well, again, my name is Ace and Sarah. We got Skywalker Mike, Narik. That's cool. We appreciate you guys. This song is called Just Fly. Shade featuring your boy Ace and Sarah. Young Flacco is outro. See you guys later. Alright, guys. Peace. I feel so restless. My one wish is me. More breathless than I've ever been. Take me to the skies like I'm another land. Spread your wings yeah. and take flight. Take flight. Spread your wings to the skies. The skies. I'll fly, 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 f